1: everyone. This is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only, Ms. Alaska.
0: The best music.
1: We love this. How are you? What's going on? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Um, it's so great to be here behind the velvet rope. Have you, have you ever seen um, War Paint, that musical?
1: No, I have not.
0: There's the. it's about Elizabeth Arden. Uh, and so one of the songs is behind the red door. Cause she had like a perfume called red door.
1: We love Elizabeth Arden red door. We do. <laughs> Remember back in the day, that was like the height of like fashion Honey. and like everything. Right.
0: Honey. Yes. That was the fragrance. My love. That was the one. The red door. That, that was opium. Okay. That that was, that was one of the originals.
1: well, what is going on in l a today? Is anything exciting going on over there?
0: I don't know, but the um the weather thing uh I was at the I was recording audiobook earlier at a thing, and on the thing there was like a weather report in the bottom corner and it said eighty one degrees and pollution or polluted air or something like that. so I don't know, yeah, that sums up los angeles eighty one degrees and polluted
1: seriously eighty one degrees and polluted well, congratulations you have new music red
0: yeah
1: congratulations well, it's the first track off your forthcoming album, red and filth. so tell us how did this song red come about
0: on um, uh, well, uh yeah, so this is like. This was the process. This was the thought process. It was, this is my fourth solo album. I've done like a hundred albums, but this is going to be my fourth solo album. So it was like, okay, red four, filled, red four, like the number four. So the number four has been like our magical number as we've been like writing the songs and like thinking about things. Um so, and red, you know red that I love it, I love a good theme, I love a good color. Tell me the assignment, tell, okay, is it zebra print is it everything must be red, whatever leopard print, whatever it is, I love going all in on a theme, so like red, and then this is the first song, and it's called red. I love it, like, what
1: does the color red mean for you?
0: well in terms of like the music it really i mean red you think of like you think of blood you think of the heart you think of passion uh it, it's vibrant it's strong so like these songs and a lot of the music that came out of us in this process is like music about like dare I say it like love and like affection there's like songs about friendship and like that kind of love so like that's kind of that's actually really uncharted territory for me because I usually like to sing about you know fingernails and eyelashes which is fucking great but we really like dug deep and like we're singing songs about like love and affection and relationships and uh and I like it it's good
1: it's like the song is like a feel-good song so we have a whole feel-good album to expect from Alaska
0: um I mean it makes me feel good so I hope it makes you feel good yeah
1: well the song is great I mean to me I listened to it it had like a lot of like 90s and like early 2000s like was that is that am I on the right track I mean that's the vibe I got
0: I'm so glad that that's where your mind goes because that's sort of the theme. And it comes back to like my, like, I really began to have a relationship with music uh, around that time. Uh, it was like I had a Tony Braxton CD, I had a No Doubt CD, and I played them until they wouldn't play anymore. I know every note, every word, every nuance of, of those songs. And it, it was just like music was began to be like the, the water that I was like a fish that was like, I was living in it. Like that was my oxygen. And so what, so that like time period has like such a special place in my heart. So I was like, fuck, like, let's, let's go there. So the music is really, really referencing the 90s and the early 2000s. And it sort of takes you on a journey. Like, you'll be like, Oh, that one sounds like Hanson. Oh, that one sounds like Spice Girls. Like, that
1: listen, of- there's nothing wrong with that period of music, as far as I am
0: concerned. Thank you. I'm obsessed.
1: Do you have any other I mean, I guess, you know, Tony Braxton, Gwen Stefani, do you have any other like favorite divas? Like, I mean, are you like a Britney person, Madonna, Gaga, like, do you like any of the other divas?
0: Yeah. I mean, Britney Spears is so, I'm glad that like, she's having such a cultural moment where people are really understanding her uh, as a, as a more uh, fully rounded human being, because She impacted me and she impacted culture so much just by like existing and doing what she was doing. And so like she's very up there. Like Alaska and Britney, as far as I'm concerned, are the same person. Like they just are the same. They look I I look exactly like Britney Spears. Um all of your listeners, please listen, um, just envision Britney Spears, and that's basically what I look like right now. Um, but And then, of course, I mean, if we're talking about, like, divas, like, Lady Gaga's my, you know, that's that's my sister, that's my cousin, that's my, my (laughs) fucking, that's That's my Virgen de Guadalupe. Like, she's, she's created a lot of magic moments in my life, too. She has. If you
1: could, well, on that note, if you could work with anyone, like, who would you just love to do a duet? Like, would it be Gaga?
0: I would love to work with Lady Gaga. She just put out the remix album, which is fabulous. Dawn of Grammatica is so good. It's great. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I'm so jealous of Pablo Vittar right now. I'm so jealous of all these divas. who But, you know, if it, if it happens someday, it's going to happen.
1: Well, maybe after she hears Red and the full album that follows, you might your, your phone might ring.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My red phone.
1: Your red phone. Well, you're also going to be, you know, you talk about milestones. You're also going to be headlining your first ever solo tour for this entire album early next year. Yes. And tickets are on sale right now.
0: Yeah. Tickets are on sale. And I, um, It's a it's a leap of faith because I'm like you haven't heard all the music yet, but I promise it's going to be really good. Uh, And if you believe me, then buy a ticket to this tour where we're going to be doing this music. Um, But like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. We're gonna have like we're gonna have like dancers and like we're gonna like we're gonna go there. We're gonna go 90s 2000s.
1: I I love that. Like, do you feel? added pressure just because you know you're headlining the tour
0: girl it's it's so bizarre to hear you say that it's my first tour but it really is my first like proper like this is an alaska tour going up to a bunch of places in north america
1: and a lot and, of places
0: yes but i'm also like i'm I feel like I've been on tour a- across the world over the past, you know, however many, 10 years since drag race. I've gotten to go do so many things and and be in a lot of amazing places. But yeah, I guess I've never properly done a tour where it's like, hey, this is this is the Alaska tour. So here it is.
1: You're the headliner, girl.
0: It's not Christina Aguilera, it's Alaska. It's Alaska.
1: How nice is it? Because, like you said, you have been on the road so much. Like, how nice is it? Like, as a performer, you know, to have the world of touring open. You know, after COVID, and we all took a moment out. Like, are you so happy to be going back on the road? And I, I know you have some dates. I'm in New York City. You have a date in Brooklyn coming up. I think at Three Dollar Bill on October third. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, No, it's great. I mean, there's no there's no replacement for human beings, I, human beings being your audience. And it, it goes back to the, like the beginning of time, like cavemen were doing fucking drag shows. Like they just were. So it like, it's, it's incredible. And I'm really just like, I'm grateful we get to do it. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I enjoyed shaking my ass in front of a webcam. For that period of time but no you can't you can't replace human beings
1: and 90s realness and dancers like i mean sign us oh, up hi. here <laughs> yes. sign us up well you've also been busy with some other things she wrote a book oh yeah she did so it's called my name's yours what's alaska a memoir <laughs> how did this come about how did this book come about I mean, not everyone just sits down and writes a book. Uh,
0: No, no, I just, well, how, I don't know how it did come about. I mean, and I was like, I was really trepidatious at first. I was like a memoir. Isn't like Hillary Clinton writing a memoir. Like she's had a, a career and done things. And it's like, no, like a memoir is like, a story of like what has happened up until this point. That's how I see it. And I have learned a lot from the journeys that I've been on uh, doing drag. And um, there have been some really cool things, some really fucking crazy things that have happened. Um, And so like maybe other people can learn uh, from it too, or at least be entertained by it. Yeah, like-
1: A memoir doesn't have to be final. It's just your story up to now.
0: I am not retiring after the book.
1: That's good to know. (laughs) I mean, you know, I I don't think you should retire just yet. Did, Did you have any like trepidations or, you know, like, I don't want to put this out there. Like, was there anything that was too personal or just that you kind of thought twice about putting in the book?
0: We really went there and it, it was extremely difficult at times, uh, sort of. First of all, it's like a process of like, OK, let's like vomit out everything that ever happened in my whole life, which is exhaust that's like that's like what therapy is for. Then you write all that shit down. Then you have to read it back a whole bunch of times. So it's like reliving, re, like revisiting all of these, like kind of, some of them are really great times. Some of them are really, really painful times. And wor- you have to put it in your worst moments. Otherwise, like what is the point of doing a book? So it's like revisiting and reliving those things is very, very difficult. Right now I'm in the process of doing audio book. So I have to say out loud all of the horrible, wretched things that I've done and that I've experienced. So, uh, but it's a good book. It's like, okay, here are some of
1: the worst memories, right? I have to write them. I have to reread them. <laughs> I have to reread them again. And then right. I have to like yeah. say them while I'm doing an audio book and hear myself saying them out loud, Right.
0: Sitting and re- you would think that like, oh, you get to do an audiobook. What a dream. How fun. It's a pain in the ass. It's so hard. You have to sit perfectly still because the microphone picks up everything. If you literally tap your fingers together, it picks up on the mic. You have to sit perfectly still like a Zen Buddha master. You have to pronounce every word correctly, but also still sound casual. It's really, really hard. It's harder than singing.
1: Hey guys, there's big news from my favorite home security company. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. I love that it zooms in eight times. This means that you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. It has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It's super simple to set up and usually takes just minutes. The camera also integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, room, and your property are now protected. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/slash velvetrobe. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in their interactive monitoring program. What's more important than keeping your home and property safe? Once again, that's simplysafe.com com slash velvet robe it sounds hard
0: it's really really hard
1: like the not moving part <laughs> and you know that would be hard yeah what do you think people will be most shocked to find out as they read this book like is there one or two things like what do you think they're gonna say like wow i never expected that from alaska
0: uh well um i don't well I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Did
1: you read it? I have not read it yet. No, but it is available for pre-order when it's out on November 9th. I can tell you all that, but I've not read it. I've been too busy listening to Red and preparing for, you know, the new album. So
0: I have not I read really the book yet. No. Should, I really should prepare an answer for that question. I am probably to be asked that question again. I don't, um... I don't know. I mean, I talk about, I talk about everything I talk about. I really go in about sort of when I started drag and why and uh, the sort of the places it took me and, and like the early days in Pittsburgh, I find really fascinating and and sometimes really like shocking and and wild. And so I get I guess like that, I guess that part of it is uh, is gonna be fun to read.
1: Yeah, like I think when people think about you, they don't think of, you know, your early beginnings in Pittsburgh.
0: Right, there's like, there's like Drag Race Alaska, and that's when sort of a lot of people were invited to what, who the, you know, to, to fucking even know what Alaska is. But there is like that whole journey beforehand, which we really go into did you like the process
1: of writing a book? I mean, I know the audiobook is a pain in the ass to record, but like, did you mention therapy? Like, did it feel like therapy? Like, did you feel like a changed person when you were done writing this book? Like that was cathartic. Like, man, I just relived some memories, but like, I've like, did you come to terms with anything? Like, was it like a process where you're like, I've changed or am I just being way too flowery and melodramatic in my thought process?
0: Well, no, I mean, it, it is, it's a difficult process, but like most of the things that are like, that are cool and worth doing have have difficulty to them. So yeah, it, it's been a difficult process, but it's been really cool. And like everyone who's read it has, has been like, um, really has really liked it and that's good. And I really like it. I think it's a good book. Uh, and the process is ongoing because it's not even unleashed fully out into the world yet so that's going to be part of the process too but I do definitely see how much I have like grown and sort of learned as a drag person as just a person in general Uh, and like sort of going back and digging deep into like the where it all comes from is like that's a nice part of it
1: Yeah. It'll help people understand your like beginnings. It's next on my reading list. So the next time we speak, I can tell you all about my thoughts on it.
0: (laughs) No good.
1: Could you ever see yourself, you know, you live in LA now, like, could you ever see yourself living back in like a small suburb? I mean, you know, you travel all the time. So, I mean, you would still have this life, but like, could you ever see yourself just saying one day, I miss those small towns and here I come. Maybe not necessarily Pittsburgh, but I mean, no offense to Pittsburgh. It could
0: be anywhere. No, yes. I love Pittsburgh. My heart resides in Pennsylvania. Like I, there's something magnetically in my DNA that just, that feels centered and gravitated towards Pennsylvania. So like, so yes, absolutely.
1: Hashtag East coast. I'm all about it. What about from one podcast host to another? Are you still loving your race chaser with Willem? How's that going? Still great. I do love
0: it. it. That, that is just, that's so much fun. And like, I, I get to just like, first of all, watch drag race, which is my favorite show. Then Willem and I just get to talk about it. Like what a blessing uh, it, uh, and I'm glad that like people really enjoy listening to it. Everywhere I go, people are like friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Live, I love it. It's amazing. What a blessing! Right,
1: you get to talk. You get to talk with someone you like, and you get to talk with about something you like to
0: dream. Right? She just cracks me up the whole time. So I just get to sit there and laugh. You guys I are a drag race. It's what drag queens do anyway.
1: Kind of right. yeah what did you think of this past season of all stars just passed
0: oh i loved it i'm so happy for all the girls it was a really really great season to watch all the way through we had some new territory with the game within a game silky had that moment laganja had that moment so like i mean kylie's unique is the uh, i mean uh, it was fabulous it was really really good
1: I think it was one of the better seasons too. Yeah. Anyone that you think or any one or two people you think are so prime for all-stars that have not gone through the process yet. And, and that we have seen on our TV screens, even recent casts or past, like anyone according to you, I mean, you, you are the expert with the race chaser
0: podcast. Mm. Mm. Oh, I love this question. Mm. Rebecca Glasscock. Where is she? Where is the Glasscock? I want Rebecca Glasscock. Um, I think um Jade Sotomayor is fucking ready. I mean Jade Jolie, all the Jades. Um, get her Jade. Jade Jolie is doing Dracula, so like I hope she goes does Dragula, then comes back and does All Stars. How sickening would that be? Um, and now it's sort of like. You can do all-stars a bunch of times. That's normal now. So, like, come on, bring back back Jan. Come on, bring her back. Bring her back, right? (laughs) Give her her palm. Yes.
1: Well, yes, you could do it a bunch of times. Would you ever do it again?
0: I mean, you're busy. Uh, Yes, if they called me, I would absolutely go.
1: You would say, just don't film during my
0: tour. I be yeah. I mean <laughs> I'd be like, like let me finish this. I can't during the first three months of next year, but if you can work around that. I also have a heart out at 8 p.m. So no I would no, I would definitely do it if if they, you know, if they asked, you know, winners of all stars to come back. I would absolutely go. I
1: think that would be just, I don't know. I think like an all winners edition, that's that's what I'm envisioning.
0: Well, everyone keeps talking about it and it's sort of the way it was with all stars too. everyone was talking about all stars too. it was like there was no plan of that ever happening and people kept talking about it and then it did. So I don't know. Who I'm just,
1: knows. I'm going to re-put that back out there to the universe. Put it out there. Keep the chatter going. And speaking of the race chaser podcast, you are on tour overseas this summer. For that or later this year right isn't it just something oh wait
0: we're coming hey, up next year
1: next year right
0: 2022 we're doing race chaser live we're going on tour we're going all over the place again that's going to be really fun and we get to because like doing a pot you know it, like doing a podcast is like you you don't really know who's listening because you just do it and you put it out there and it's out there but so like doing race chaser live is really cool because it's like uh, all these people we all speak the same fucking ridiculous race chaser language we all get what we mean when we say travel unit or salute salute like we all get it that it's really cool
1: I'm yeah because you don't know who's listening and you have no idea have you, on that note, have you ever had like a strange, I mean, I imagine you have like, what's one of the strangest fan interactions you've had? Like, have you ever had a strange fan interaction?
0: Oh yeah, you know, but that's fine. That's cool because I get, you know, I mean, I, I when I'm around someone that I, like I'm a huge fan of or like somebody really famous, like I get so nervous. You so, like I get so nervous that to the point where like I avoid being around famous people because it makes me too nervous. I'm like, I can't relax, I can't relax, I can't no, I can't no, I can't um, so like I get it, but like no, everyone girl i I'm so lucky, I don't have paparazzi following me to the grocery store. The worst thing that happens to me is somebody comes up and says oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan, can I get a picture? And then we just have a nice conversation, then it's over. That's the worst thing that happens to me as a, you know, a a, a, a noted drag queen. So like, what a blessing.
1: It's like the right, the perfect amount of fame, right? Like you can work <laughs> and- don't want work. too
0: much. You don't need no to have your much. bodyguards
1: go to the store with you.
0: Right, I can still go to Target. What a blessing.
1: What am I asking? And you just, you get like starstruck around famous people? Is that what it is? Or you just like admire their talent? Or you just are like, I'm nervous and uncomfortable and I don't know what to do.
0: It's a little of that. Of course, I'm like, you know, like uh, I'm in awe of the talent and, and all of that. But I'm also like, am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to say something that sets them off? Like, am I going to, am I going to piss off Cher? Like, I can't, I don't. I don't want to
1: do that. Let me tell you something. I have met Cher four times in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. It's well, the third time I completely lost it. And she's like, you the met me. Time. Yeah. Well, that's what she said. She was like, I don't understand. Like we've been through this before. And it just, I mean, all the times I was basically shitting a brick. Don't get me wrong. So, yeah. but that's like Cher, like the normal famous. I'm just like, whatever, but yes, a Share, you're just like, I can't breathe in this moment. I, yeah. Like this isn't normal.
0: I don't believe I've ever met Cher. No, I would remember if I had. I have not. But I'm scared. I'm scared. Um, but I I'm open I'm open to a you meet her all the time. Well, I'm that's because sure I
1: go to the show in Vegas and then I just <laughs> I mean, I get on a plane, I fly, I put myself in the show, you know, but it's Yeah, it's not. But yes, the third time I just completely was like, I can't stop crying. I'm sorry. Just I don't know what, I'm not sure what to do in this experience, but this is what's happening right now. (laughs) But that's like a random, well, you work so much, a tour, music, a new book, podcast tour. What do you do for fun when you are not working, which doesn't seem like very often. It seems like you're working all the time. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu.
0: This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a Popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from Indocloud. Head over to intocloud. slash spring twenty four. That's co, not com, to snag thirty percent off your first order. Um, uh, uh, lately I've been um. Shit, my house. Someone's in your house. What is that noise? It's like there's a spaceship
1: over my house. Hold on. That's never a good thing, is it? Well, well, I mean, it, there could be good so visitors that stop by. I don't
0: see it. I just hear it like it's consuming
1: my whole house I mean see at least you hear that I hear sirens and more sirens (laughs) and I don't even notice them but every time I do a podcast people hear them and they think they're like where are you I'm like it's New York like what do you want from me there's sirens
0: you know what I don't notice I don't notice dogs barking and I don't notice um, babies crying I'm very lucky on planes girl I can sleep through anything put me next to the baby I can sleep through it I can <laughs>
1: sleep through almost anything, but when there's a baby, that's usually the exception.
0: I love babies crying because I'm like, I get it. I, I want to be making that noise on an airplane because flying is fucking horrible. I want, I agree with the baby more than anyone else. Well, so you were asking me, what do I do for fun? Yes. I've been watching the real housewives. Really? I it sort of is like it's been a show that I'm like I have a vague awareness of it like I know who Countess Luann is I know who Lisa Vanderpump is like I know I know who they are vaguely and I see it every now and then on TV or whatever but I legitimately sat down and I've been watching the the current Beverly Hills and the current New York and I'm like, I, I love this. I love this. these women. I love the glam. I love the clothes, the, the hair systems, the makeup. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it.
1: Well, the last time you were here, I also told you one of the most iconic moments in Drag Race history, or story was when you threw the leg and you said you didn't even really understand what that was. And I no. explained to you that that was the icon that is Miss Aviva Drescher. And... Yeah. So you've come a long way since we last spoke.
0: I have, I, I'm really into it. I love it.
1: What are you thinking about like this season of Beverly Hills with like Erica and all the stuff that's going on in real life? Like, I mean, as a non-regular watcher, you picked a, certainly picked a season to become.
0: I, yeah. I don't, uh, I do I don't know any of the like things that have come out in newspapers or whatever. I just know what I'm seeing on the show, which I know they film like a year ago. And so it's, oh, wow. so I don't know the facts, but for me personally, I think Erica Jane is innocent. I think that uh, her husband uh, did some shit and she had nothing to do with it and didn't know and um, got entangled in it as the fall guy. That's what I think. I have no facts to back that up. I don't know if she's in jail right now. Like, I don't know, but you just love the her show, I take the woman's side. And it's also sort of the same with like the, the Tammy Faye movie is coming out. And I feel that way with Tammy Faye is like, her husband was doing some shady bullshit and she got kind of caught up and wrapped up in it. Uh, and it, and it wasn't her fault.
1: That's a good analogy. Do you have a favorite Beverly Hills housewife out of those that you're watching this season? It's a tough question.
0: It's, it's wild to me that like, that Kyle Richards is now is now the one standing in the middle of the, of the girls. And like, she's the like centered kind of normal, like the normal one when like, I, I thought she was like the crazy one. Like she was the wild, like really volatile one. She's pretty
1: middle of the road these days. Yes.
0: Yes. I like that she's become the like really nice, approachable, normal one. I like that for her. I love Lisa Rinna. I just love her. I And she kicked me out of a dressing room once. I shouldn't love her, but I love her.
1: Okay. Well, let's just take a second. Let me just, what? <laughs> How did that happen?
0: Well, she's just, she has that thing that, I love in, it's very Pennsylvania. Well, I mean like the
1: dressing room, like how did she, I don't, what you were like in, how did that happen? She kicked you out? Like, tell me this.
0: I was at this event and I was expected to do drag. Now, I don't know if you know this, but drag requires, I don't know, shit. like fucking a mirror like it requires things in order to do it and i was expected to be there and do like a song and a performance so i was there and i had my stuff and i was like in the dressing room being a drag queen getting ready to go on stage when her like people come in and they're like oh hi yeah lisa's coming um because her name was like there that she's like appearing she's not performing she's not doing anything on stage she's just like arriving and drinking wine at this wine event cool great i yes i can't wait to meet her then like then they leave then they come back and they're like yeah we're gonna need this whole area for lisa so you're everyone's gonna have to clear out so i'm like i'm perform like i'm work like i'm performing i'm a drag queen i have like a suitcase of drag things now I have to clear out of your dressing room so you can come in here with your five handlers to do what exact, to do nothing, just to have the space. So I was like really pissed. I threw a fit. I was like, I was getting really petty. I was like, I was emailing someone. I was like, I have this many more followers than her on Instagram. There is no reason that she should be <laughs> throwing me a, like deep petty, okay, horrible. And so I sort of held a, a grudge against Lisa Rinna. But now watching the season, I'm like, no, I like her. She's like one of those Pennsylvania women who will in one breath be like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. And in the next breath, like you, you'd be having a beer together.
1: See, it's all about watching. That's like brought your love
0: for Rinna back home. I like her. And if I ran into her, I would give her a hug. and It'd be great to see her.
1: And I'm just picturing you in this dressing room. Like your stuff must have been everywhere because, as you say, there's a lot of stuff that goes along with performing in a minute. Drag, of drag. is hard.
0: Drag is hard. Drag hurts.
1: It, it's listen. I've always said there's a lot of it's a lot.
0: Drag hurts. <laughs>
1: well, I'm glad that watching the show this season has brought you back to your joys for Lisa
0: Rinna. Oh, did you love New York this season too? I am not fully caught up, but yes, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm enjoying that uh, they're introducing, first of all, some younger, younger women uh, as housewives and women of color as housewives. Uh, and on New York, especially, they're having some really, uh, really important conversations. Like this is, you can't kind of you you can't, uh, you you can't arrange these kind of conversations. It's like the sort of the the rich white woman being having the conversation about like Black Lives Matter and why that's important. You can how like those are those are such important conversations. So I'm like okay. This isn't just like frivolous trash TV of people fucking throwing throwing tables. There's of course there is a lot of that, which we love. But it's like there the conversations that are being had are like really important. And like I'm I'm really enjoying it.
1: This season, yes, for real. It's gotten yeah. deep. Is there anything else you want to share with us? I mean, the new book is out November 9th, the tour for red the full album starts January 19th tickets are on sale right now
0: yes uh so yeah I mean you can pre-order the book which I don't know what that means but I think it means you get the book like really soon you don't have to wait until you know you don't have to order it like on November 9th and then you know wait till you get it so if you pre-order it I don't know they tell me to ask everyone to fucking pre-order it so that's what a pre-order
1: go is good
0: chroniclebooks.com slash alaska and it gives you like all the options to buy it like what whatever seller you want to go through so like if you want to get the book do that
1: maybe you'll fit a mini book tour in there too throughout
0: all that'll of be this. happening I mean, Lord knows I hawk this book everywhere I go. I really am going to continue to do that.
1: Listen, The music's
0: really good. There's there's more coming. Uh, Red is just the tip of the fucking red iceberg. So uh, enjoy
1: it. 90s and early 2000s, man. You had me at that.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Where can everyone find you who would like to... Follow this. I'll share all the links of where everyone can buy and download everything because, you know, it's all great.
0: You can uh, follow me on Instagram because uh, I have more followers than Lisa Rinna um, uh, at the Only Alaska 5000. I don't even know if that's true anymore. That was so many years ago. She probably has way more. It
1: might be true. Let me tell you this. I could tell you this one thing because I've had a lot of housewives and a lot of queens on this show. I don't know about Rinna, but it's true for 95 Percent of the housewives.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll sleep I, I've I gone can't. down. The, the queens usually outrank the housewives on Instagram. Rina might be an exception, but then again, if it's a close, I think you guys are really close. I'm just going off my memory. I don't remember everything, but I think you're really close.
0: Which just goes to show you, social media is not everything, because you can still get kicked out of a dressing room by someone who has less Instagram followers than you. It just—you never know.
1: You should have just said, "Excuse me, I'm Alaska. Do you know who I am?" But you were very nice about it. So, Absolutely. other than other than your minor freakouts, you were very nice. But listen, you can come back anytime. This has been Thank a pleasure. So i uh... n- notice how my my eyes lit up at the end when you said you watch Housewives. Now, I mean, I had you know,
0: girl, that's your territory. Boss. I live.
1: But my territory is also you and your music and your book. So I appreciate it. And you will keep in touch and you can come back anytime you want.
0: Thank you, my love. I appreciate you.
1: Congrats on all the new projects and keep in touch.
0: Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear...